No one can predict the next bear market accurately. The only th sure thing is it will happen. Is your retirement ready for whatever comes next? On today's show, we'll outline some moves you can make to help protect your retirement plan. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Hey, welcome. It's Retire Right Radio. That's what it's all about, retiring the right way. And who can help you get there the right way? Paul Roberts and his team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. Paul is the president and chief investment advisor, and he is holding court again on this show, giving us much to think about in the world of retirement. How you doing, Paul? <laughs> I'm doing great, Dave. Always happy and excited to be in the studio with you. We have a lot of fun. I, I, I think our listeners have no idea how much fun we have when we're not live well absolutely we do great conversations i love it i love it i always look forward to it you know and even in the show too of course because um you have a way of putting things in a way that it's easy to understand i mean you talk about stuff that the same thing the um everyone else talks about in the financial world but when some uh, when others say it a lot of times it just kind of goes over my head it's complex it's overwhelming it's almost eyes glazing over, but I guess that's why they say you're a teacher at heart. Well, and you know, Dave, it's funny you, you mentioned that because um, we, we tell people all the time, clients and people who come to events and different things, you know, and they say, y'all, y'all explain things so simply and so relatable. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them, ladies and gentlemen, all this stuff is simple when broke down. If someone is talking in complexities over your head, mm -hmm. that's an indicator to you, Right. Because generally, what, uh, and I think you, you could say that you recognize this too, Dave, when someone wants to impress someone mm -hmm. or they're trying to sound smart or, or trying to uh, sound intelligent and above the other person yeah. to gather dominance, they, they always try to use all the language and the terminology and, and, and talk over people's heads. And I, to me, I just find that as, as a disrespectful move to other people, right? Instead of, I don't, I don't need to show you my intelligence by using large words and terminology and trying to talk above and over your head. Mm -hmm. That's not the point of communication. The point of communication is to relay that content or that information to you, right? To share it with you yeah. in a way that's relatable and communicable. So, uh, well, it means you have confidence. You don't in. have to prove anything. And I mean, I, I, I like that. I really do respect that. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What are we in now uh, as far as the market? Bear, bull, somewhere in between? <laughs> what's between a bear and a bull <laughs> yeah i'm telling you we're, we're in an elephant market or something i don't know what we're in dave uh let, let me just be very honest to all of our listeners out there right now i have no idea what in the world we are in and anybody who tells you they know what we are in uh -huh. is uh let's say full of the uh the the male cow of the, right? of the bull part yes, right they're, they're full, full of the of bull, the bull part, <laughs> not right. the bear yes, yes. Well, uh, what I mean, I mean I guess what you do is you do if you, when you're working with your clients you just assume it's bear right and prepare them for that correct it is and, and let me clarify that to, to all of our listeners out there I don't want them saying oh god well this guy doesn't have any idea where we're at no uh, ladies and gentlemen you need to understand. No one knows where we are right now. Right. The greatest minds in earth don't know where we are right now because we're in totally uncharted territory. We're in a we're in markets and economies that we have the world has never seen historically before, and we don't exactly know how they're gonna work out. We have some ideas and we can look forward and kind of get a, a an understanding of what we think will happen and how it will unfold. But it's all just theory at this point. It's theory on the on the hand of all economists, all the top investment bankers, the Federal Reserve, all of them out there right now. Everything is theory at this moment because we have never been here before and we don't know historically. We don't have a historical past marker to say when this happens, this cause and effect occurs. Right. Yeah. And so it's a very, very difficult world today. I could tell you in the last two years, how many times, Dave, have you thought that maybe – you know, since the COVID outbreak, oh, oh God, markets are going to get nailed now. Yeah. Right. Right. Or, or the, they come out with bad news. You know, oh, we're, we're totally missing all of our employment markers and sales are down and everything. And the market shakes up for two or three days and then, hey, it, it comes right back. Right. It sure does. And, it's weird. And, you know, so many people kept saying all through 2021, this is the year. This is the year. The bear market's going to hit. We're going to, we're going to see big corrections. Well, you know, uh, 
that's why I don't get in the game of predictions because all those folks who said last year it's going to crash this year. It didn't. Now, look, <laughs> S&P's up 25% in the yeah. last year since people started saying that, right? So, right. You're right. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows right. for sure. And so that's, that's why I always like to stage it and let everybody know. You know, when we do talk on the show or anywhere else, I'm not I'm not into predictions. I never make predictions because as a risk manager, you know better than to make predictions. We look at probabilities, mm-hmm. right? What are the probabilities and and how do we think it's going to it's going to work out? Um, as far as the bear market, God, we are so overdue. Everybody out there knows it. People mm-hmm. who who have no no education or insight into the financial world at all right now know it right everybody knows it they feel it in their gut oh god this something's gotta happen this can't just keep we've going been rolling forever. along so long yeah yeah we we can't just keep printing money handing it out throwing it everywhere money is not the solution to every problem and we can't continue to create uh to utilize that as the solution for all of our problems um one that some of the good news is that and, you know, and some people may say this is bad news. According to Wall Street, they, they think it, they take it as bad news. But I, I see it the opposite way. You know, the Federal Reserve says that they're going to start raising rates come March or so. Um, guys, as soon as they start raising these rates, you know, I, and I don't think they'll do it. I think they're very going to be very smart about how they do it to keep the avalanche from happening. Right? Yeah. They're not just going to go just start raising them through the roof like crazy to, yeah right and then foreclosure city starts happening the real estate market starts crashing the st- stock market starts crashing everything of that sort i think they're going to do it incrementally slow you know at what we can handle but as soon as we start raising rates we're gonna we're gonna see things shift majorly this year um then you look at what's going on over in the east you know we've got evergrand uh, defaulting. Um, nine other major corporations in uh, China are following right behind them and are in, in the midst of default. We're looking at around three and a half trillion dollars worth of credit default in the East. And people, you turn into the mainstream media and they say, oh, it's no big deal, right? It's it's all right. It's not that big a deal. It's not going to mess up markets. It's over in China. Is that their two thousand eight? Will that be their two thousand eight? <laughs> yes, it, it is their two thousand eight. They're currently about to go through their two thousand eight. But that's the whole point of the news media is isolating it to China. Yeah, but However, it's not. Nothing's last, isolated yeah, for anymore. For the last twenty years, they've been telling y'all we're a global market, right? right? So of we're still that global market. You know, yeah. all of those, all of those investment firms in China are heavily, heavily have heavy positions in the States, in Europe, uh, all around the world. They have a lot of financing through uh, through the banks of the U.S. and, and all over the world. It, it is not an isolated event. So it's going to be very, very interesting, to say the least, on how things work out this year. You know, um, like I said, we're not getting into the game of predictions. We're just looking at probabilities. We feel that inflation will keep rising. Okay, uh, I could... I can tell everybody now, inflation will continue to rise. The cost of goods will continue to increase all of this year. The scarcity of goods will continue to get greater and greater. It'll get harder and harder to get things. Um, if you need some things now and you think you're having a hard time finding some car parts or something, you better go ahead and put them on back order because it's not going to get any easier to get them as the year moves forward. Um, but we believe that the, I believe that this inflation will stay for a while until it starts to hit points you see once the fed starts to raise rates what that means is all the companies who have equity let me try to explain this simply to our listeners the the stock companies that you hold right they depend on the equity that they can derive from lending Mm -hmm. so in other words they can lend they can borrow so cheaply right now and that's the problem the planet has a sickness all these corporations their money's so cheap right now it's dirt cheap that they're taking all they can they're raising a lot of capital. They're increasing the values, okay? They're increasing the value for their stockholders with all of that capital that they're borrowing. But as that capital gets more expensive, it puts a pinch on their borrowing. It puts a pinch on lending. It puts a pinch on everything, right? So we're going to start to see some effects of these rate hikes coming pretty soon. But um, I'm just kind of sitting around waiting for the other shoe to drop, Dave, because I think we're going to move from this state of inflation into a state of deflation very rapidly when, deflation. This, when this move happens. Okay. 
Not yeah, stagflation, but deflation. Not, well, we're going we're gonna to move into some stagflation, I think. But stagflation is a combination of inflation and deflation, uh-huh. right? Okay. Stagflation right. is saying your wages and your earnings are not increasing, but the cost of goods is increasing. So you're seeing inflation on the cost of goods, but then you're seeing deflation on the, on the value of your assets. So in other words, your home is decreasing in value, but the cost of goods are rising, and wages are not rising with it. And that's where we find ourselves in this place we refer to as stagflation, where everything just becomes stagnant because mm-hmm. the economy can't move. It can't work. The the dollar can't flow and in its normal sense. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be very, very interesting. The, the best advice I have for all of our listeners today is, you know what, um, I'm holding large cash positions personally. I believe right now is that time and that moment in uh in history where cash is king is that where you because you don't lock in losses if we hit that yes well it's it's first of all it's opportunity cash right and that's my biggest deal here is Uh is i want opportunity cash okay when the real estate market starts to downturn i want to be able to gobble it up when when the stock market's correcting itself right when it starts to come off of this hyperinflation that's when i want to buy it i don't want to buy stocks right now why would i want to buy stocks right now at the top right now it doesn't mean you you can go and just sit and wait because that's the problem is a lot of people played that waiting game last year right well i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait for it to come down and buy it well then you miss 25 percent gains yeah so i'm just trying to kind of we're trying to kind of play the board in the middle today right now say all right well we know the federal reserve is going to keep pumping out money and keep feeding wall street and the market's going to keep going up for right now. So we don't want to miss that. We want to participate in that, but also we don't know when the other shoes going to drop. So we want to have a lot of cash on hand to be prepared for whatever occurs. Make sense. It, it so does. And, and actually the middle, what I'm thinking is, is we're kind of up against the clock here now is a yeah. great setup to what we could be facing. Do you want to move into the next segment of what we can do to protect our retirement then? Cause it kind of brings us back to that. If you'd like, we because that, that that's a wonderful setup on what we are facing. How can we protect ourselves? But first, let's um. Uh, well, here's an opportunity to sit down and get that protection and good retirement plan built. That's right. So, for all you listeners out there, if whoever you seek financial advice from is still saying the same thing they've always said, hey, it's okay. Hey, don't worry. We're we're in it for the long run. Hey, hold on through it. Don't worry. We're we're going to be just fine. Look. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't said that to a client in, in two years, okay? We're not in it for the long run. Everything's not going to be just fine and hunky-dory. It is time to become more strategic in your positioning. It's time to take a little bit more caution moving forward. It's time to pile up a little bit more cash. You have to position yourself. Every economy creates opportunities if you are positioned correctly. Is your advisor, whoever you seek advice from, have you positioned correctly or are they giving you the same old song and dance? If they are, here's your opportunity. The next 15 callers who call the show right now, we're going to give you a full-blown comprehensive review of your current situation. No cost, no obligation for this consultation. We're just going to let you sit down with one of our all-star advisors one-on-one, review your current situation, see what changes you need to make to become strategically positioned for whatever outcome heads our way. And there are ways to do this. So don't listen to the old song and dance. First step, see one of our all-star advisors. Get that portfolio analysis. Let's find out what it's costing you work with your current firm. Let's look at your risk level. Let's look at what your downside potential looks like when this correction does come. Let's get ahead of the ball. Let's not sit around and wait for it to happen. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today. Next 15, no cost, no obligation, 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680. Well, you want to keep on this uh, conversation, Paul? Let's, let's continue, Dave. we got plenty to talk about in this arena. Right. Absolutely. And there's more to come here on Retire Right Radio. We're back. It's Retire Right Radio Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts, a great team, a fiduciary firm, growing, trusted in the Gulf Coast, now at the office in Mobile as well as Biloxi, and uh, just a great team of that really cares about building good, solid retirement plans, and that includes income protection and, and proper growth. Uh, Paul is the president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. Uh, Paul, you set it up where we could be 
you're, you're not in the, the game of predicting. Uh, you're looking at probabilities. Uh, everyone's wondering when that bear market will happen, uh, watching inflation, what will we eventually move into? Well, and so moving into this segment, how do we how do you protect your clients in their retirement plans with the storm brewing? Great. Oh, great question, Dave. Let's, I'm going to start off by touching on something I kind of was touching on uh, last segment here. It's, uh, first off, you shouldn't still be doing the same old thing you've been doing, right? And, and I mean, I, I hate to keep it sounding so simple, but that's, that's as simple as it is. Mm-hmm. If you are currently doing the same thing you have been doing the last five or ten years, that is your number one red flag, red alert, hello, why am I doing the same thing I have been doing? Okay. This, yeah. This, these are changing times. Things are happening. Things are going to happen rapidly when they happen. We're in uncharted territory. I should definitely not just keep moving along like everything's hunky dory and fine. Right. Uh, number one. Number two, we, you know, the way we handle our clients is, and let me back up and kind of give all of our viewers a, an, an idea of what's the difference in working with Robert's Wealth Management and how we, handled these tough times for our clients you know we say in in a good market anybody can shine anybody can look good a monkey Mm -hmm. could throw darts at a dartboard and pick stocks and come out of it good in a bull market Uh, right right. especially the market we've had in the last few years so i hear a lot of people saying well i'm doing really good you know my broker's doing really good your broker's not doing really good the federal reserve is printing a lot of money and the market's being Uh hyperly inflated it has nothing to do with the skills of your broker right right it's it's very everybody's making money right now that's easy Okay. What really separates the men from the boys is when the tide goes out, right? When things shift, what happens and how do you look? If you are continually doing the same thing you've been doing and and you're making good money right now, when these tides shift, what's going to happen? How is it going to look? Is it going to look, are you going to have such a beautiful picture, right? So one of the differences with us is, you know, we don't do this old buy and hold stock portfolio, stock bond portfolio, you know, your, your average brokerage firm, you get a handful of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and they say you're diversified. Here you go. First of all, that idea of diversification is a just a sales pitch, right? It just sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we've diversified you across all asset classes. Well, then people never question that today. People have been conditioned to accept that as an answer. That's not an acceptable answer answer folks okay i'm diversified what do you mean well it means if this asset class goes up this one goes down and you balance out well that sounds dumb why would i want to be in the asset class that's doing bad why don't i just get in the ones that are doing good right right that that doesn't make any sense to me one's doing good one's doing bad that means i'm at zero zero is not winning right that's breaking even that's breaking even that's not that's not a a game winning recipe i don't like to break even in a poker game no, exactly. Perfect. I hate right? leaving that way. It's very freak, right? I want some money in my pocket when I walk out of here. So the difference in what we do is, is first of all, we don't just diversify and say, hey, good luck. You're in good shape. We believe in nobody can time the market perfectly, but there are indicators economically and market indicators that tell you when and where to shift to what asset class. So go back to this idea of diversification. What it was was a sales pitch through the 1990s that the big brokerage firm sold everybody on because what it really means to me is lazy money management. We're just going to spread you across the board and let you go and charge you fees and tell you, hey, everything will be fine because you're spread across the board. No, I want I want you to get in here and strategically Doesn't seem actively like strategy. manage my yeah. – Yes, I want you to strategically actively manage my portfolio. Yeah. Not, not a passive – return so if anyone out there if your broker saying hey it's okay you're diversified that's a passive approach i mean that okay, works for spreading fertilizer but not for <laughs> strategies <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and i don't know anybody out there who thinks that in these crazy times we're in that a passive approach is a good idea right i want to take a very active approach so one of the problems in how they came up with this diversification is basically because there's too much, right? There's too much for them to do out there is what most people don't understand most advisors are dealing with. Let's say if I have over 1,500 clients and each one of those clients have, say, just 20 different positions in the market, that is 30,000 positions for me to analyze, right? Mm-hmm. When on earth do I have time to analyze 30,000 <laughs> positions, right. right? And when on earth does any advisor Anybody. or broker have time for that? 
They don't. They're working all day, right? They're seeing clients all day. Mm -hmm. They're finding the new prospect all day. They're, they're not sitting here analyzing all of this every day, okay? Well, that's one advantage our clients have is we created a, a remedy for that problem many years ago. First remedy we created was we said, you know, we're not going to just diversify portfolios. We're going to work with the best institutional asset managers in the industry. We're going to have them actually actively and strategically manage our portfolios every day. Now, what's their job? to be in the right place at the wrong right time and not be in the wrong place at the wrong time and figure out how to do it. Now, what's our job? To watch the money managers, manage them. Okay, so if I only work with, say, six different money managers, institutional asset managers, it's very easy for me to keep my eye on the ball. I can watch all six of them and how they're performing and how they're doing and make decisions on whether we think they're doing well or they're not, or should we take money away from that manager or should we put more money with that manager? Right. That is a manageable and scalable model mm -hmm. for us to be able to be, manage our clients uh, risk level. Right. As compared to trying to analyze 30,000 positions, I'm analyzing six money managers. Right. I can do that. The other benefit that our clients have is that, you know, years ago, a few years back, we took myself out of the financial advisor position. In other words, seeing clients in the office all day, every day, because it was limiting our firm and it was limiting us. In the beginning, we thought maybe, you know, well, clients are going to be upset if they don't see Paul. They they all want Paul. And there was a little bit in the beginning, but they all accepted it because they all start, started to see the true value in that and say, oh, but it's great. That means Paul's not locked down in an office all day talking to people. He actually has time to put towards research and development. Seeing and, the forest, and really. Seeing, yes, actually, Paul's job is to look, watch all these money managers, to monitor everything, to research research constantly to look forward to look at future tax law changes look at inflation look at the federal reserve look at politics what's going on and to tr make decisions based on all of that information it's a huge advantage to our clients you have to have someone who's not in the weeds you know like to see exactly. the big picture and that's what a lot of people don't realize you know so in defense of financial advisors out there you know a lot of their clients are like well why didn't you know this or why didn't you know that you know why didn't you get me out of the market perfect time they're seeing clients all day, people. They don't have time. They don't they don't have time to make all these decisions. Yeah. They don't have time to analyze all of this data. Okay. That's one of the benefits that our clients have is first of all, they have me on the outside looking in. So that's a huge advantage to our advisors and to our client base. Secondly, we work with money managers who are actively and strategically moving that money. So in other words, for an example, well, how do we handle times like this? Uh, the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, when COVID outbreak began, I went to our money managers and I approached one of our one of our most strategic money managers and said, look, guys, I need an inflationary protective portfolio. Inflation's going to skyrocket. Inflation's going to go through the roof. I need a I need a portfolio that all it does is focus on inflationary assets and positions us in the correct assets to capitalize on all this inflation coming. It took them about two months to build out that portfolio. We rocked it. We put it into play. It's been one of the best things we ever did. Our clients are in a position now for the last two years to where we have some inflationary protected money that is capitalized on, on inflation, right, and is not so uh, susceptible to downturns in the market. And we also have some money in the market because, like we said, we're trying to play that game of when's the other shoe going to drop. I don't know when other shoes going to drop, but I know the market's still producing good returns. So I want to participate in some of that, but I don't want to have the whole, I don't want to bet the whole farm on that and put myself in that position. Right. So we we've got some in the markets taking advantage of those gains. We've got some in our inflationary protected asset uh, management account, taking advantage of the uh, inflation. And then we've got what we call our, our foundation, our money that we put in secure products that where we know we don't have any downside, we can't lose any money, and that secures our clients' income. I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, right now, in these uncertain times, and with everything we got on our plate, the number one best piece of advice I can give anyone out there listening is lock down your income. Where are your income streams? Where is your income going to come from the rest of your life? Have you secured it? Do you know that you have enough income and you won't outlive your money? Do you know your income will offset inflation? Do you know your income will offset future taxation because you're doing tax forward planning? 
And do you know that market crashes or, or corrections will not take away that income going forward? If you create that situation for yourself, you don't have to sit back and play the I'm going to predict the future game, right? Because you don't have to try to guess and time markets. When do I get in? When do I get out? It doesn't matter. Our income's coming in. Our income is secure. We've got some money in an inflationary protected bucket. We've got some money in the market, but our exposure is very, very limited at this point. So even if a market correction does come this year, it's going to have mild, mild repercussions upon my client base. Okay. Our objective is not to avoid all losses and say, Hey, I'm never going to lose money. I'm always going to make money. That's impossible. Our objective is to minimize the damage of bad markets and keep from having double digit losses, right? Our clients are retired. They can't have a 10, 20, 30% loss or retirement's over. We know, but we can't avoid all losses. So what do we do? We look to minimize that damage to what we call your risk reward schedule, right? So in other words, if you're making 7% on your portfolio, we need to try to limit your downside potential to a five to 10% range. Because all we're trying to do is prevent the time of recovery, right? If you lose double digits, it might take you 5, 10, 15, 20 years. You mm -hmm. may never recover your losses. If you lose 5 to 10 and you're making 7, hey, one year we're right back on track. We're rocking and rolling. We got through the hard times and we came through it with minimal damage. It was, it was a little bit of a scratch on the skin. It wasn't an arm cut off, right? And that's the point, and that's where everybody needs to focus right now. Secure your income. Minimize damage of bad markets. Don't try to predict them. Just try to minimize them. And if your income is secure, you will continue your lifestyle. This so is, I'm going to wrap that up. Yeah, you know, well, I was going to say that was a rant. So I'm well, going to wrap it up for you. Here, it, it's Go perfect, ahead. too. And I'm just thinking, I mean, that's the perfect example of the kind of thought that goes into each and every one of their clients and building that that plan with proper protection. And yes, critical income in your retirement, too. Uh, the next 15, no cost, no obligation to, to get in and, and become a part of this effort, this team effort and lock in this consultation at no cost, no obligation. Next 15. The number is 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Quick break. Paul, what's, what's on the agenda next? So how do you really know if you're ready to retire? You saved, you sacrificed, and you're still just not sure. When we come back, some simple calculations that could help you decide to take that next step. Are you ready? Are you not? We're back. It's Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is the president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management and a great team there of all-star advisors. In fact, when Paul was talking about uh, the position that he took with the firm where he's kind of seeing the big picture and then he's got his team to handle a lot of the minute details, important, but, you know, the details with the clients. It made me think of uh, the team in the trenches, and Paul is the general, you know, with the uh, up from the high vantage point, maybe wearing the leather jacket, sunglasses, corn cob pipe, you know, kind of Why a not? MacArthur look, you definitely, know? <laughs> definitely, definitely the leather jacket and, the, and, the, and the, uh, flyboy glasses, right? <laughs> flyboy glasses, right. <laughs> I like that, though. I, I mean, I love that concept of, of someone seeing the big picture also, because you really need that in a team effort. You know, you talk about clients coming to you and you give them, you can sometimes give them the strut, meaning they come to you not knowing whether they're ready to retire. And sometimes pleasantly, they find out they're ready now. And the strut is they may decide to keep working, but they know they don't have to. Uh, sometimes clients come to you and they're not quite ready, but you, you give them the steps that they need to take to get there. And that's kind of what we're focusing on. When are you ready to retire and what can you do to get there? When I, I tell you what, Dave, just I also want to stress that strut that we give people. I can yeah. tell you the last year, 2021 was an amazing year for us. It was, and, and, and I know it's difficult times to people. I don't want them to take this wrong way. It was amazing for us because we really, really, really got to enjoy giving people that strut last year uh -huh. because so many people are in so difficult at times with such difficult choices. You know, people are having their, their lifelong career put on 
put in jeopardy. You know, so many people are faced with these mandates and having to make decisions of what they want to do, you know, with their body or their life or their career and things going forward. And I just can't imagine what it feels like to be in that position for these people. My heart goes out to them. You know, those, those, that's just a terrible position to be in. And so, so many people have been coming to us this year, Dave, going, I just don't know what to do and I don't know if I can make it. And man, when we walk them through the, the retirement planning process and, and we figure out that, hey, you can do it and we, we can build your income and, and everything, you can make it successfully. You should see the burden that is lifted off of these people, Dave, when yeah. they come out the other side. I mean, they are, I mean, they come in looking like they weigh a thousand pounds <laughs> and they walk out looking light as air. You yeah. know, it's, 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 it's just, it's always been fun to get people to strut, but in these troubling times, even more fun, <laughs> that much more valuable to us. Yeah. We enjoy it that much more. It's great. Good yeah. Stuff. Well, you know, that is, I mean, it has to be a great feeling. So what what are you looking at to determine that? I know you're looking at, you've got gaps to fill. I know, number one, to get them there. That's right. So uh, what do you know? How, how, what do you know? When do you know? How do you know when you can retire? Right. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That's, that's everybody's question out there. Right. And you hear a lot of people with these, these silly old sayings. Anytime you hear a silly old generalized saying, that's all it is, is a generalized saying, pay it no more attention. Cause I hear people all the time. Well, if you get a million dollars, you can retire. You know, I was always told if I had a million, I could retire. So, well, I don't know. A million might not be enough for you to retire. How do you want to live? Million, yeah. A million might be way more than you need to retire. Right? Yeah. It, it, it's an individual thing. And so that's why we believe in reverse engineering. We back everything up to the need, right? We say, all right, what is your need? My need is to, to replace my paychecks from work. Okay, exactly. What is your income need? Let's start there, right? Okay, well, I need, you know, umpteen dollars a year to live my lifestyle. So the first challenge to all of our listeners and everyone out there is you got to zero in on this. You got to have conversations with your loved ones. What is a realistic number that you need to be able to continue your standard of living and live your lifestyle, right? So that's number one. We start with that number. We're going to reverse engineer from that number back into everything else. So we say, okay, I need, let's just say $60,000 a year to live my lifestyle. All right, great. Then we look into social security, right? Well, what's your retirement age? Oh, well, I'm, I'm only 60. Okay. Well, we got to get you through for a few years until you get to social security, right? Um, what about your medical cost? Are your medical costs going to disappear with you retiring? Uh, yeah, I'm going to lose my medical costs. All right, well, then we got to bring that into your income planning. How are we going to cover health care costs until you get to 65, right? How are we going to cover this income gap until you get to Social Security and get that supplement? And then we say, all right, once we get to Social Security, how much more do we need to take out of our assets to create that $60,000 a year, right? And then we look forward. We say, okay, that's good. We know that income gap, number one, what I need to keep my standard of living has been solved, right? we got so much social security or pension and so much investments from our assets. Then we have to look forward and we have to say, all right, what are other future income gaps? Well, we know that inflation has created an income gap and it's eaten away at our income. So how do we back into this, in, this income plan and say, I need to make sure that my income keeps increasing every year to stay ahead of inflation so I keep my same standard of living. All right, we got that done income gap number two solved. We're, we're almost there, right? What's income gap number three? Taxation. Well, how are future taxes going to affect my retirement and my income? Well, they're going to diminish your income because we know taxes are going to increase, right? So what, what type of tax forward planning are we doing? How are we creating new tax advantages or increasing your income to offset those taxes in the future to make sure you keep that same standard of living, right? Then we fast forward. What's the next income gap? The next income gap is for married couples or, or partners, right? For for whoever your partner is, what type of survivorship income occurs with the death of one of you, right? So if one of you leave this world, we know we're going to lose at least a social security benefit. How do we replace that income? That's a few thousand dollars a month worth of household income. We place it, right? If we once we built and designed that and said, hey, we've got this money over here that's going to be saved and utilized for income replacement for survivorship. Now we have a beautiful picture because no matter what markets do, no matter what happens, we know that we have pl- planned out our income for the rest of our life. We know that we are la- our income is going to sustain us and we will not outlive our money. 
We know that we are prepared for any situations that come about, such as taxation, inflation, survivorship. Now we have the peace of mind and security that we need to move forward. And we don't have to watch the news and fret every night. We don't have to wake up every morning and look at our portfolio and wonder if today's the great crash. We don't have to worry if today's going to be the next 08. We don't have to live in that state of fear and and in frustration, right? We have the security we need to live our lifetime. So that's number one, income planning, income planning, income planning. Very important. I would ask, yeah, ask all our listeners, Dave, hey, do you have a built, designed, and written, and strategically designed and written out income plan? Where's that source of income going to come from the rest of your life? If you don't have one, then I would fair to say you don't have a retirement plan and you're in jeopardy making it going forward because all you're doing is rolling the dice and saying, I hope and pray that I make it through this. And I think that everyone out there listening today would agree. These are not good times to be hoping and praying that things just line up and work out, that the stars just align for you, right? Right, and then it's got to be for a long time, potentially. <laughs> exactly. And if you mess up one time, it's over with, right? And look at what look at the uncertainty in the world that we're dealing with today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow politically. We don't know if a, you know we're all, we're only a few steps away from creating some wars, right? We're only a few steps away from um, mass mass uh, product um, shortages, goods and product shortages. We're only a few steps away from hyper, hyper inflation. We're only a step, few steps away from higher taxation. So yeah, on our radar, there are a lot of risks associated with retirees future right now. Do you have a plan that is going to eliminate all those risks and say, I know I got the paycheck hit in the mail every month. I can keep my standard of living and I can do it and I can move out my rest, live out the rest of my life with peace and confidence, not worrying about all of these mm -hmm. things. Right. First thing, then we come in, we say, all right, once we built your income plan, what money is left over that is not dedicated to income? Now we can dedicate that money to growth. Then we got to move into more of a stage that we were referring to in the last segment here, Dave, of, all right, well, how do we strategically position our growth assets to where we're not going to suffer any major losses and we're not going to ever be taken two to three steps backwards? Right. So how we do that is why how we mentioned in the last segment by not trying to prevent all losses, just trying to minimize the damage of bad markets through strategic positioning and strategic active management of your portfolio and your assets that are in markets that are vulnerable or susceptible to risk. It's not the most difficult thing in the world. It's not right at science. We have really broke it down to a very simple process. It's tried and true. We have been doing this for over 20 years, Dave. That's why our clients love us. That's why our firm grows so rapidly. You know, we assessed last year's growth. And Dave, I got to tell you, I'm very proud to say last year's growth in our firm, 35% of it was referrals from our current client base. Mm, that's good. Okay. Yeah. That's phenomenal in our industry. That's, that's, that's unheard of in our industry. You know, in our in our industry, the actual client retention rate every year is about 74 percent. So in other words, most firms are losing 26 percent of their clients every year. Mm -hmm. We have a client retention rate of 99 percent for 10 years. We're not losing anyone and they're all referring us. business, Telling people to come to you. Yeah, that says you're doing something right. Right. It says that they they went through the process. They were educated. We kept it simple enough for them to understand and they see the value in it, and they see that we have built something that protects them and their family going forward. They can have all the confidence in the world they need in it. They don't have to worry. And do you know how much value people give to creating a what we call sleep at night financial situation? Well, I for give them? a lot of value to it. That's right. In an uncertain world, when my clients sleep like a baby, they appreciate us for what we have done. They see great value in that, and they tell their friends and their family members, if you don't have a full-out retirement plan with Robert's Wealth Management, you probably don't have a plan. Even if you think you're okay and you're on track and you're doing pretty good, you should really come sit down with these guys. Let the all-star team of Robert's Wealth Management show you all the risks associated with your future and create some strategic remedies for all of those risks so that you can sleep at night. The most important words in our office, right? Sleep at night. And have peace of mind. Yeah. Have uh, peace of mind, Dave. It's a great opportunity. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, so I, I think so, take advantage of it. How many are you uh, offering here? I know your schedule's busy. So, 
Yes, we, we, we definitely have a high level of demand for what we do right now. Um, any and all listeners out there, let me ask you, you know, all that we ask is that you, you be respectful of, of our schedule. If you, if you uh, schedule an appointment, you know, if you can't show up, make sure that you notify the team ahead of time because we have a, a high demand right now and we're trying to get people in as quickly as we can. And uh, if you miss an opportunity, you someone else may have missed needed that time. We could have really helped someone and changed their future in that time. So just make sure that you, you you speak to the team and notify them if you can't make it within 24 hours. But if you if you don't if you're uncertain of your future, if you don't have all the certainty and the peace of mind that we've talked about on today's show, if you don't have every piece of this retirement puzzle planned out going forward, here's your opportunity. For the next 20 callers who give us a call right now, we're going to reserve you a spot with one on one one of our all-star advisors. We're going to guarantee you to get in within the next two weeks to see one of our advisors to start your path to creating that confidence that you so well deserve in retirement. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today. No cost, no obligation. Let's get you set on track to retire right. 800-891-8680 and next 20 at no cost, no obligation. Come in and get a better handle on where you are and get on the road to building in that income in your retirement for that sleep well at night um, feeling that you can have throughout your retirement. 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Well, Paul, it looks like question time. It's our favorite time of the show, Dave. Our, our listeners are savvy and they've got good questions. So we got answers when we come back. back it's retire right radio and moving into the q a portion of what's been a great show good conversation here as always with paul roberts who is president and chief investment advisor of roberts wealth management trusted in the gulf coast and not only retaining their trusted relationship with their clients but as paul said picking up more clients from their clients and saying hey check this out uh i got a great retirement plan i've got income locked in i'm good and they're going all right well who are you dealing with so, i mean you you get a lot from referrals and and that really speaks highly of the firm well question time questions from the listeners mobile where there is a new office of roberts wealth management here's the question i'm in my third marriage my first two each lasted 10 years my spouse has worked in jobs requiring them to pay into Social Security. Now, I'm currently retired and have been since 1999. I worked for a city government my entire career. I have currently received a pension from the city. Am I entitled to receive anything from Social Security for the time that I was married to my previous spouses? It seems only fair since I had to pay each of them spousal support. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to have to give them an A for trying there. Okay, yeah, well, what's the yeah. verdict? Well, the verdict is um, <laughs> a, probably uh, a little um, provision known as the government pension offset um, would probably wipe out any divorced spousal or um, divorced survivor benefit that he, he may receive. Um, good try though. Good yeah, try. Yeah. Um, I don't, I get it. A and, uh, here it is. I'm pulling it up from SSA.gov. Dave, it says, uh, if you receive a retirement or disability pension from a federal state or local government based on your own work, which for which you did not pay social security taxes, we may reduce your social security spouses or widows or widower's benefit. Okay. Okay. So they, yeah, it's a good try, buddy, but yeah. you're, you're probably, you're probably not going to get it, but also Dave, we'll share with you real quick. That, that reminds me of a, a story. Um, I, years ago when I first started educating the public on, on social security, Oh God, it's probably eight years ago or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, we were doing a social security workshop and, um, gentlemen in there we were talking about spousal benefits uh -huh. and that um and ex-spousal benefits that you know you you still have a benefit from your ex-spouse and so this gentleman spoke up he said what, what were you telling me that my first wife can get a benefit off of me and it's like well if you're married 10 years yeah i was well yes sure she can he said well what about my my second wife i said well were you married 10 years I said yeah he said well then yes she can take a, a spousal benefit off of you he says that gonna mess up my benefit i said no sir it, it that's one of the problems with the system that's why it's unsustainable because you still get your full benefit but both of those women both qualify for a spousal benefit off you too he said well what about my third wife <laughs> and i said 
well, were you married 10 years? Yes, I was. He said, but yep, she qualifies for a benefit too. He said, does that mean my current wife isn't going to get nothing? <laughs> and I stopped him and I said, well, I see a pattern of behavior beginning to emerge here, but uh, none of my business. But um, yes, you're your current spouse will still qualify for a spousal benefit. Where is it, I said, a perfect example, ladies and gentlemen, of why the system is unsustainable. Here's one man who, who paying is he, Elizabeth Taylor? And, I mean, what yeah, <laughs> and here's four different women pulling benefits off of one man. Uh, so, oh, I was like, Ooh. okay, all right. Yeah. You know, he's got yeah, family yeah, members going, I am not getting him another wedding gift. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's I, I stopped on three. That's right. That's right. You got to pay us to come to the wedding, buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is great. I love that. All right. Next up is Pascagoula. I'm 65 and I just started using Medicare. I was told my Part B monthly premium in 2022 would be $170.10. Well, the statement I received showed the monthly premium is $238.10. What happened? Ouch. Ooh, that's a yeah. that's $68 difference there in a yeah. month. Oh, boy, that's that's pretty big. That's, that's quick a, math that's on your like part, a 40, too. Yeah, 40% uh, increase there. So that's 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 uh, that's a handful. Um, first of all, it's it's called IRMA, is for short in our office. It's your I-R-M-A-A or your income-related monthly adjusted amount, okay? So it's determined by what, by your income, um, and by the income that's reported on your tax returns two years prior to create, to uh, applying for Medicare. So that means your 2022 Medicare premiums are based, your 2020 your 2020 income tax, sorry, this is difficult to, to say, Dave. Uh, your 2020 income tax return will be what the basis for your 2022 Medicare premiums will be. Okay. So if you filed a joint return in 2020 and you had income between 182000 and say $228,000, uh, your Part B premium is indeed $238.10. So, in other words, your, your increased amount of income offset that. Now, that is, that is on that note, that is something that these are the ways that people get themselves in trouble, Dave, when they're not working with a fiduciary firm yeah. that specializes in retirement planning and taxation, right? And that is Robert's Wealth Management, by the way, a fiduciary firm, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. And from Long Beach, should I purchase an indexed universal life insurance plan so I can take loans out later when I retire that are tax exempt or save my money for retirement in a Roth IRA? Does the life insurance have higher fees in comparison to paying tax on the Roth IRA? Hmm. Great question. Really good question here. So first, let me address the beginning. Should I purchase an indexed universal life insurance plan so, uh, so I can take out loans later when I retire that are tax exempt? You are accurate if you do that and it is designed correctly, you can take out tax-free loans later in retirement. Um, but the first question here is, should I purchase? I don't know because I don't know enough about you in this sentence, right? We're a fiduciary firm. We'd have to meet you one-on-one -on -one to get more information about your current situation and your individual situation before we can make any recommendations. So anything I say at this moment going forward is not a recommendation to this individual. I'm just talking in general about the strategy he is applying. So what he is looking at is index universal life insurance plan. Um, what it is, we could put away a bunch of money in these things. We don't use it as life insurance. We actually use it as an investment vehicle for income planning. Personally, I put a lot of money in universal uh, index universal life insurance plans every year. It is the only asset in the world that you can put money into. That money can grow. I'll give you an example of mine. Mine is growing at about 8.3% uh, rate of return with zero downside in markets, and it's growing tax-deferred, so I'm compounding, triple compounding on top of all the interest inside of there. I'm not having to pay taxes on it each year. And then when I get to retirement, I'll pull out the back end tax-free. Holy sweetness, right? There is no other investment vehicle or no other type of vehicle in the financial world that will allow you to put money in, grow it tax-deferred, uh, avoid any losses to that income to that money and pull it out the back end tax-free only vehicle allow you to do it amazing strategy great way to go 
great planning. His next question is, is, how does that compare to a Roth IRA? Roth IRA, we encourage too. The only difference in a Roth IRA is you're going to have to wait until you get to age 59 and a half to access that money, right? And the money, the, the, the account had to have been opened and utilized for greater than five years before you access that money. So you have some limitations there on accessing that money in the Roth IRA. You don't have those limitations when you're accessing the money in an index universal life policy. You can borrow it at any time. The kids go to college. You need some money. Go in, pull some out tax-free, pay for their college. You want to buy a home, you know, you, you, whatever you need to use it for. So what we like about the Index Universal Life, we say it's a great tax-free retirement plan that you don't have to wrap up and ship to the future only to be used in the future. It can actually be utilized during your lifetime. So, um, you know, just a few food pieces of food for thought mm-hmm. there for the gentleman. And also he asked about fees in comparison to paying tax on the Roth IRA. That's not a, a fair comparison because you're going to pay taxes on on the money before they go into either one of these vehicles. Mm-hmm. OK, um, but no, the fees in the insurance program should not be any higher than your Roth A for the Roth IRA for the most part. Depends on the, the situation and the product and the company and everything of that sort. So good question. Yeah, you definitely well, you give us a call. Come see our all star advisors and ask them all those questions in person. They'll be able to ask a- answer them to a T and accurately when they have you in front of them and uh, can ask more individual questions. You said it's savvy listeners. And then of course we had the one who really tried <laughs> real hard on something and gave for effort. <laughs> uh, but here's your chance to get in and get your questions answered and, and get that retirement plan together. That's right. Look, we understand what it's like to move into retirement. It's, it's overwhelming. It's stressful. It's daunting. There are so many questions on mine. What about my Medicare? When, where, how do I file for my Medicare? How do I keep situations like this from occurring, increasing my Medicare? When do I take my Social Security? What's the best time for me to take it? How do I apply my pension? Do I take a lump sum pension? What do I do with my 401k and my investments? How do I know I'm going to have enough money to last in retirement? How do I know those future inflation and taxes won't take away my retirement? You've got questions. Fear not. The team, all-star team of Roberts Wealth Management has answers. Here's your opportunity for the next 15 people who pick up the phone and call right now. A one-on-one consultation back in our office, one of our all-star advisors. Let's get answers to those questions. Let's get you in a place where you sleep at night. You deserve it. We can get you there. Pick up the phone. Call now. We'll get you set on track to retire right. 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680, no cost, no obligation, and a comprehensive review for the next 15, 800-891-8680. Well, we open up stating that you are a teacher at heart, and you are a teacher at heart, Paul. You'll be holding class again next week. We've got plenty of class coming. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We can't wait to get back with you next week. Join us for Retire Right Radio. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Paul Roberts and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.